What's up, Military Millionaires? I'm your host, David Perret, and today we have an exciting episode where we talk about getting into developing, house flipping, and building a solid team. His team is poised to be, well, they're already crushing it, but they're poised to be a force to be reckoned with, with Rafael Rico Suazo. If this is your first time listening, thanks for joining the community. If not, welcome back. Show notes are found at FromMilitaryToMillionaire.com slash podcast. Now relax and enjoy the show. You're listening to the Military Millionaire Podcast, a show about real estate investing for the working class. Stay tuned as we explore ways to help you improve your finances, build wealth through real estate, and become a person that is worth knowing. We'll be right back with that episode, but not without a word from our sponsors. Hey guys, on this podcast, we talk a lot about the roadblock to success for military members in getting started in real estate investing. For many of us, the barriers of time, location, and not having the right knowledge keep us from building wealth while serving our country. Well, let me tell you about Storehouse 310 Ventures. They get it. Storehouse 310 Ventures is owned by two active duty naval officers that love to make investing fun, lucrative, and have a passion for education, theirs and yours alike. They offer full turnkey rental properties in a market where the numbers make sense. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yes, Milwaukee, home to the almost 2018 division titled Milwaukee Brewers, the well-known Miller Brewing Company, and a lot of delicious cheese. Storehouse 310's properties are fully renovated, leased, and have property management in place. Through their rigorous analysis and selection process, they do everything possible to ensure each rental property meets their high standards and offers fantastic returns. Storehouse 310s allows you to invest with confidence while you are living out of state. They have a network of lenders, insurance companies, contractors, a title company, and much more to serve you all along the way. There is absolutely no reason not to get started when you have the right teams and system in place. David and Stu, the owners of Storehouse 310, have been investing themselves for over 15 years. They are on a mission to help as many active duty, reserves, and military veterans create financial freedom through the power of real estate investing. They are honest, transparent, and they prioritize service and giving. They have even committed to give the first 10% of their profits to partner nonprofit organizations that support veteran causes. For more information about their program, send an email to podcast at storehouse310turnkey.com. Again, that is podcast at storehouse310turnkey.com. Tell David and Stu you heard about them through the Military Millionaire Podcast, and they will get you going down the right path. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Dave from Military Millionaire, and I am here with Rafael Rico Suazo, who's a naval officer that I met about a year ago. Uh, he came to one of my meetups. We've hung out, a, not as much as we should have, but we've hung out a little bit. And uh, you know, he does a lot of investing in Hawaii, uh, including some development stuff that we'll talk about later on. But I thought he'd be a good fit for the podcast, and I reached out to him, and here we are. So, Rafael, tell us a little bit about yourself. First of all, appreciate the shout out. I'm completely honored to be on your, your podcast and uh, hoping some amazing things for you in the future. So thank you I for that. Um, so intro about me, uh, basically naval officer by day, investor by night. Uh, it's my Batman time at <laughs> night time with a little bit of coffee attached to it. Uh, but uh, long story short, uh, I'll keep it short. Uh, uh, born in Dominican Republic, uh, grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, and the Navy's had me uh, starting through college, and I've been to several really cool places, Guam, Okinawa, Philippines. Uh, I've been to Bahrain. Uh, I'm, I'm in uh, terrible Hawaii right now. 
Really? I got both uh, wearing Hawaiian shirts. That's the first. And yes, the reason I'm so pale is because I'm still working. I don't see the sun. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I know. But yeah, long story. That's 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 a long story short. Uh, Naval officer, 18 years. Uh, got a couple of years to go, and uh, looking at making this whole real estate investing thing, uh, the plan, the new plan A, uh, and kind of shifting, shifting operations from one to the other. I like it. I like it. So, how did you get started in real estate? That's a good first question, right? Yeah, I mean, it, we. I I think the people that are perceptive to it know it, right? It's like, look at all the foundation of wealth in this country, and look at all the foundation of the folks. You're like, man, you're doing pretty well. Like, what's your base, right? And usually, it's real estate, right? So there's there's no denying that. And I've always known. So I'm a I'm a civil engineer by trade. Construction engineering is my kind of specialty. And so it just kind of made sense. I was like, I saw the architecture, engineering, and I was like, real estate, I kind of just knew it was, it was a thing. So to kind of answer your question more directly, uh, I kind of just knew like whenever the opportunity was coming, I was going to take it. And uh, I dove in into a, a real estate kind of training platform. Uh, and this, the one I chose was Fortune Builders. Uh, and uh, it was like, I think a couple of years ago, and just started meeting all the like-minded people. And I was like, dude, this is, I, I feel, I feel bad for my day job <laughs> because yeah. I'm getting so excited about this, this stuff. And so that's kind of how I got in. Uh, I mean, guys like you, different folks on the island that have the same mindset was, was what really got me in. So. Yeah, there's definitely uh, quite the community, both in the military and out of investors, mm -hmm. especially around Oahu. It's a very unique uh, real estate market. So I completely understand that. So, you get start. You jump in. You go through this training platform, which I know a couple of you guys have done, and you all seem to be doing very well. Uh, what was? Can you walk us through like kind of your first deal, like what you what you started out with, and kind of what you're up to now? So here's the here's the funny part, right? We always get sold. Uh, oh, join, do these great things, study a little bit, get your first house, get a big you know big big flip, and you can <laughs> you know it's like that's it, right? It's a story. In your yep. mind, you've already you've already you're already on the yacht, you know. <laughs> kind of leaning back, you know, kind of hanging out. Uh, but oh, oh, so not the case. Uh, and so um, I've always been a big believer in, in really diving in deep to the knowledge and then, and then jumping, right? Uh, is the engineer in me? Is the, the nerd in me? Is it's the pragmatic guy in me? Uh, and so that's what I kind of focused on. You know, my, my business partner, my girlfriend, Vanessa, she is the jumper. I am the, let me, let me give you a parachute. Before you jump, she's like, throw it on the way down, <laughs> right? So it's like, uh, so it was a cool kind of mix of trying to figure out, hey, sometimes you got to jump and sometimes you got to study. And so uh, we didn't land our first deal for, it was about, I think, nine months, right? And so we were getting very, uh, what we call it in our, in our, in our circles, house horny. Don't get house horny. <laughs> I'm right. Don't fall down. in love with the first house. Don't fall in love with the process. It's like, uh, just know that uh, when it comes to you, you'll be ready for it, right? So, um, so we we ended up landing a, a a pretty sweet deal, and it's one of those cool things that um, it was a friend of mine that I knew in my travels, and he just attached real estate with need help, and he knew that I was the guy to help. Right? He's like, you know what? I have the situation. I have a house that I need to get rid of. Um, we convinced him to kind of uh, let us flip it for him. Uh, he held the, the note and everything for the house. And he's like, yeah, all I need is like a couple of months. We, we flipped it. We kind of split uh, the profits on the way out. And it was like really, really cool. So it was, for us, it was, it was the right house 
the right time. But is the minute we uh, we let go of the, I guess the house horniness. I was like, got to calm down and and he was like, all right, let's do this. And it was like a perfect fit. Uh, so that was our first uh, kind of, I'll call it a big win, you know, because we yeah. had a lot of mini non-wins all the way up until that moment. So. Well, the cool thing with that is you didn't really have to do any crazy purchase type stuff if you did him on the note. Like, that's a cool, I almost did that with someone in Hawaii, but the it was like two sisters who inherited the house that was in terrible shape. But one of the sisters was convinced they could get you know, full market value for yeah. this thing that was falling apart. So she wouldn't sign the deed in love. and it's still on the market like two years later. Yep. Yeah. Just call them up in about another year. I know. Get Which is again. in Hawaii, <laughs> two years on the market. For those of you listening who aren't familiar with Hawaii, if it's on the market 30 days later, it's priced wrong. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. it's a quick market over there. So yeah, yeah, for sure. No, for sure. All right. So you flip a house. And yeah. I know you've been flipping houses, but I'm curious. So how did you get your developments? I, I want to say I've been following. It's like a couple houses in the big Island, right? Yeah. Yeah. How so did, we, how um, did you get into that? This is one of those, uh, I'm a big believer in transparency. Right. And so we did a couple of videos and, and there's, if you're in an auditorium or something, you're speaking to a group of people. Uh, my opinion is you have a certain frequency you're putting out to those people. And uh, you may have a hundred in that room, but there's 10 that are channeled into your frequency, right? That 101.2, it's like you're connecting to only 10 of those people. And so, and all doing all of our videos, uh, things, we had a couple of investors reach out and like, you know what? I'm not sure what it is about you, but I like you and I want to do something with you. And I had an opportunity. We did a, a video and uh, one of the investors that was here locally, she reached out and she said, you know what? I got some new development going on in the big Island. Uh, do you want in? And I was like, at that point, we're like, we're very yes man and yes ma'am uh, people. And we're like, yeah, no, let's do it. And so we dove in uh, and we kind of just ran with it. It was like a, a whirlwind, but it was a lesson in kind of just being yourself and having your energy kind of give you the opportunities. And so we dove in, she had a house uh, uh, that was kind of in, in the middle of construction. Uh, we did one together. Uh, so that was the second one. And right now we, we kind of went on our own. We're building our own uh, kind of portfolio out there. So right now this is house three of four, uh, hoping to do a, you know, a few more there, but um, it is a little bit, you know, with anything, it's a challenge, you know, being away from your property, being an island away, a waterway away, although it's only a 45 minute flight, it's still enough to, uh, the, the climate is different. The tribe is different over there. And so you have to kind of just work it. And so uh, we're, that's one of the legs of our business right now is that, is that, that new development. It's, it's exciting. It's cool. It's a lot of creativity and a lot of the ability to kind of do some cool things with it, but um, it always comes with its challenges, yeah. you know, no matter what. Yeah, so. absolutely. I think the challenge is what keeps a lot of people away from development, which is funny because there's, uh, I had someone on the show last week who does some developing and there's some pretty solid money to be made there. Yeah. At least yeah. in, high value markets, you know, in Missouri, you're not going to sell a house for much more than you built it, but yeah, no, the, the numbers work out. It's just, uh, you're just like, all right, how, how in love with this contractor and how in love is he with me? <laughs> True. Do we have a bromance going? If we don't, man, it, <laughs> it is not going to work. <laughs> yeah. I got a pretty solid contractor right now and it's, uh, it's definitely helping me out as things continue to go wrong with this property. And at least he's yeah. like upfront and nice about things. So you, you, you gotta, you gotta spend the time and, and connect again, 
to your frequency with that person, right? So if you're not if you're not on the same channel, man, does it get difficult? But uh, when it's good, it's good. Yeah. So kind of pretty excited about the future of that. Uh, uh, so yeah, that's the new development side of the world. Yeah, uh, looking to do a lot in the future with that. Yeah, that's that's super cool. You gonna stay on the Big Island with that, or you just kind of wherever? I, I love the Big Island only because it's uh, a few years behind the times and the, the, the land is still cheap uh, or cheaper <laughs> and uh, you, can, you can test your systems easier than testing your systems on a million dollar house. You can test them on a $300,000, $400,000 house. And so there's just a little, little risk adversity on that. Um, but for me, it's just, it's just enough uh, where if I take it somewhere else, I take my lessons and I go hit them somewhere else. That's that's ideally, and so that's why I like the Big Island because it's a little, I guess, for lack of a better term, it's a little primitive. You know, it's 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 back to old school construction. It's back to old school um, dealing with the human, right? Before you yeah. actually get into the construction and the money. It's like if you're not if you're not connected to the human, you're not doing anything over there. They will just like an Italian family. They'll they'll pick you up and they'll just. <laughs> spit you out uh expect that it's an island it's the same same thing so are you on the helo side helo side yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. been been growing a lot it's a nice yeah, area for sure i Lots definitely growth there yeah i prefer the helo side over kona i i just kona's great i mean kona itself but it's like once you leave kona there's nothing for like a three-hour drive. Yeah. yeah. So the well, it's the country in you too. You got a little country boy in you, so it's, it's yeah. it makes it feels good, you know. Oh, there's some spots. So I did a not to detour, but I did a Ragnar relay race with a six-man team on the Big Island. It was like 240 oh, miles. It started in Hilo and ended over by Kona around the North Shore. But there's some places along the North Shore. I can't remember the name of the town right now. That's just absolutely beautiful out there in the sticks. So yeah. I say the sticks. You know, the sticks of Hawaii is not really the sticks, but um, <laughs> the sticks of paradise. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's not the same as being out on a farm. But yeah. all right. So you do some developing and you do some house flipping. And then, I mean, what, what else is going on for you guys? I see you guys on Facebook all the time and then we'll kind of get into why things aren't always so rosy. Yeah, no. Um, one thing that we're kind of just really diving into is uh, we're just diving into the knowledge, right? Just diving, like what meetup is going on? Let me go, let me go talk to you. What, uh, what seminar is going on? Let me go talk to you. And so you kind of get a little uh, spread thin, you know, when you got, when you got the daytime job and then you have like a little cup of coffee and then you have three hours of, I would say solid flow time, right? Um, it becomes a valuable thing to understand. Okay, do I need to go to this marketing or do I need to freaking dive into my systems and my business? Uh, and so one thing that we quickly discovered is that there ain't enough time, right? So that's easy uh, to say if you, if, you, if you know the business, but it's what exactly is what should I be focusing on myself? Um, and my stuff uh, is construction. And so for me, I'm only as good as the construction going on, right? So if I don't have any construction going, then I got to have somebody on my team that can actually bring the properties in. And so what we did, we partnered up uh, with, uh, you know, Keith. Uh, he's what I consider to be a billionaire in this business. I don't think he just, I don't think he knows it yet. I, I, I think me and you know and see people, you're like, oh man, if, if I was only, he just turned 24, man. He just turned no, 24 he's on, right he's been on my podcast and i'm like i remember him we got off the podcast we recorded for like 45 minutes to an hour and he's like i'm gonna go start a 12-hour meeting with my team and i'm like oh what <laughs> huh yeah. you, you choose to do a what 
We do. No, it's like and we actually have to kick each other out because it could turn into a 14-hour meeting. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're working with. Uh, yeah, you guys are. You guys are killing it. Yeah. That's so awesome. So he's he's like a marketing genius, and uh, we got we got some realtors on our side uh, that are kind of kicking butt. We got a. Uh, a well, I call him Spock. Like you know, there's people that are like very robotic, and people that are like you know Captain Kirk. He is a straight robot man, but he is like a systems beast, right? Yeah. And so. I love Excel. I'm a killer at Excel, but this guy is like a ninja, just straight up ninja. And so for me, it's really cool to watch him flourish. It's really cool to watch, you know, somebody like Keith flourish. Um, I'm like the construction guy, just like waiting for, you know, just give me that, give me that construction. Come on, bring it. Right. And so to bring it back to, to the original answer to the question, figuring out what you need to do. So we teamed up and that's, that's the bottom line. It's like, uh, you you're excited. You want to move. You want to move. You want to move. But like, find your team. You know, find that find that seat on the bus uh, that you wanna that you wanna fill. You know, good to great uh, book reference. Uh, you you gotta find the seats on the bus and f put those people exactly in those seats. My seat's the construction seat. Ain't nobody taking my seat. But I'm becoming the best I can at my part. Uh, while I see somebody like Keith becoming the best that he can at the marketing piece. So. Uh, well, you know, although I can do nerd Google, stuff, so you're doing all right. Yeah, he's 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 uh he's 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 ranking. He's starting to rank right now. Yeah. He's like he's pretty excited. So a year, I can think of seven months in the works, and and uh, it's not it's a gratification. But man, he's he's getting it. So hopefully, we're gonna have too many properties to to throw out to people pretty soon. But uh, so big shouts out to Kit, my billionaire. Uh, hopefully, you know, long term business partner. But uh, again, I, I just want to be around that kid when he when he blows up. This is He's a special dude. So, uh, so teaming, that's what I've been doing, man. In the past, uh, the past six months, we've just been teaming, you know, I've been reading books on leadership, which I think, you know, for us, we get a lot of, uh, you know, leadership development in the military. And right now I'm finding that's my value in this team. It's like bringing the people together and, and saying, Hey, you know, that's your best spot. Hey, that's your best spot. What are you doing to get a little better in what you're already doing kind of thing? So, that's the uh, the focus right now. It's been really really cool to watch. Yeah, that's huge. One of these days, I should find a teammate. It'd be useful. You should. Man. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You want sanity or less or, or non gray hairs in the future? Yeah. 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 No, I've, I've yeah. done some partnerships, and it's definitely there's a lot to be said for that. Uh, yeah. Not a not a solid team yet, but I think I'm subconsciously waiting until I am going to be in one location for more than a little while to yeah. actually lay the groundwork and stay with some group of people. But yeah, no, hundred percent military one oh one. The lesson we got to learn is connecting with people and hopefully that, you know, we can see them in the future or connect with them enough where we can stay with them. Right. So yeah, uh, definitely a challenge for us, you know? Yeah. So we mentioned, we were talking before we recorded, we were kind of, uh, you, you mentioned that you wanted to ensure our listeners understood that real estate investing is not always so rosy, uh, which made me laugh because I got a text yesterday, like I told you of my house that I'm flipping with like the foundation just crumbling into the floor and probably going to be like five or 10 grand to fix just out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. So I thought that we should definitely touch on that. So I would uh, be curious to hear some of your thoughts on what you mean when you say it's not so rosy. Like what are some things that you wish you'd known or uh, you know, some things that people need to be aware of. Sure. Uh, to piggyback off the, you know, not getting house warning is uh, don't rush the process. You know, that's the biggest thing is that we, we, we immediately jump to the end, which is good for vision, right? 
you need to jump to the end and see the end as a visionary, you know, leader, visionary, business owner, all that stuff. Uh, but don't think that that vision is going to come in three to four months. It's unrealistic and it's kind of, it's just setting yourself up. Like for me, um, I'm, I'm big on investing in the person and the relationship that I'm really diving into. I, with that, I get disappointed when people disappoint themselves and they disappoint the team, right? So it's like, like, man, I just spent six months with you and like we, 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 we did go like really deep into like, you know, who you are, who I am. Um, and right now you're, you're not, you're not acting correctly. And right. So it's a setup for me thinking that this person is going to be amazing. I see people better than themselves sometimes. Uh, I think it makes me more money than it does not, but, uh, that's a hard one to take. You know, you invest in somebody and then all of a sudden they're not, they're not like their best selves. And, um, and so understanding that when you're teaming with people and when you're teaming with other, other, um, investors, partners, whatever, you really got to get a solid, you know, foundation of who that person is and, and who, who you are in, in connection to your, your connection with each other. Right. And so, um, that is, is a huge thing. And so for us, uh, trying to, find that balance and not wanting to say, Oh, you know, this is the perfect house. Let's, let's jump in versus this is a perfect house. Let's jump in. And the next question is, is this the right team or is this the right set of people? Is this the right situation? That's the hard one. That's the hard one because you get so excited and like, you, you know, your eyes go googly with little dollar signs and you're like, Oh man, this is going to be so good. And then, and then, and then life says, uh, Nope. You know, we're gonna we're gonna change it up on you real quick, little curveball. Um, and so I would think I would just say, you know, kind of just really be uh, true to yourself and true to that connection that you have, and, and trust your gut when you know something is like, you know, go past the excitement of of getting whatever that is, and and saying, okay, how can we how can we really find out that this is going to be a good situation, and, and going deep into that. Uh, so. Uh, it ain't always good, but man, when it's good, it's really good if you do it right. So that's my advice to the, the youngins and the freaking 24 year old billionaires, you know, and all that stuff. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. I wish I'd gotten started when I was 24. Or right. Was, he got started yeah. before, gained traction when I was 24. I got, I bought my first house. I was almost 26, but you know, that was just a duplex and that's still earlier than some, but yeah, man, you're still, that's still, still awesome. It's still so cool. Yeah. Uh, we'll see where it's at at like 35. I'll be a happy man. Maybe. That's it. That's the point. Or I'll keep that's flipping point. houses that don't make it any money, but we'll at, least 10 out of, at least 10 out of 11, but the 11 one's the good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, as long as the 11th one makes up for the 10, it was all good. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. Exactly. I was talking to someone the other day and I was like, he was miserable because he made, he had this flip that only made him like five grand. And in my head, it's like, oh, it's still five grand. Now I'm like, oh yeah, no, I understand because this is a lot more intensive, even if I'm across the country than I thought it would be. Like, yeah, it's, it's the time thing. Five grand for 50 hours of your time is not quite as, it's still not bad, but uh, you know, it could be a lot better. Start to value your time more too. You're like, Hey, you know what? I mean, that's one thing that, I mean, you, you know, this better than anybody is, um, uh, in the military, 
they don't see the time versus value equation. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they see the mission get done today as inefficient as possible is okay or efficiently is okay too. Right. And so it's like the end of the day is like mission complete for us. We're like, all right, 30 minutes here equals this much and 25 minutes here equals this. We're like, what are you thinking, man? Like the answer is like, you got all day. <laughs> yeah. And then, so we say it's like, we don't have all day. You know, my time is more valuable than that. Uh, you know what kills me is that it's almost like, and this is such a misperception, but in, and it's not everywhere, right? Sometimes you get bosses who understand this, but it, the guy who stays late at work is viewed as a hard worker in the military. But yet 90% of the time, the guy who stays late at work is late at work because he didn't do a thing during the day. Yeah. <laughs> like I got, I remember on recruiting duty, I had a guy, I had a guy I recruited with who the end of the day would come and he wouldn't have made a single one of his phone calls. And then he'd whine about how late he was at work and towed it. Like he, the next day he'd be toting about how late he stayed to accomplish the mission. And I'm like, yeah, that's all well and good. I was done by 10 o'clock in the morning and I was just here because I didn't feel like leaving, you know, I, or I had to do paperwork or go to a high school. Like, but as soon as the time was done when I could leave the office, I left. Yeah, you're right. Because mm -hmm. I was more efficient, not because I was lazier. Although I was yeah. probably more efficient because I was lazy and, you know, lazy guys. There's the the joke on recruiting is the the fat lazy recruiter is the best recruiter because he does he wants to figure out the easiest way to do everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's this just truth to that. But if you're efficient, I mean, the answer should be like, all right, see you at eleven. If you're done by ten, peace, right? Yeah. But uh, now, I mean, I think that that kind of goes back to have you ever heard. I mean, have you ever kind of gone into the studies of the different generations and, and, and how you kind of lead through generations? That's your book called Lead Through Generations. That's really cool. So that mentality, uh, that mentality is perfect for back in the day, the factory days, right? Work more, you know, you're considered the hardworking guy. Nowadays, that ain't the case. The guy that works the longest is like the most inefficient, you know? And so time and a half ain't... Ain't no time and a half right here for a factory is great time and a half. But uh, as an entrepreneur, um, knowing that there's a difference between efficiency, value, and then, you know, time, that's the sweet spot. That's definitely the sweet spot that people need to kind of start realizing. And I didn't realize until much later. So don't expect the young guys or young gals to, to figure that out or that early, but a uh, great little book. And the, the field of study behind that, you know, all the, the differences between, uh, leading a, a Gen Xer versus a Gen Yer versus a, a baby boomer. Uh, those are huge, like completely different color levers. Like one's a bright yellow lever and one's a bright orange. One's, you know, it's like there's different levers you pull with that different generational gap. Uh, uh, if, if you can't recognize that, you're trying to give what I would say the, the gift of time to the wrong person or the gift of uh of praise to the wrong person and they're like i don't i don't need more time <laughs> i need i need i need this or vice versa so pretty cool field of study uh if you haven't dove into that that world yeah, i'll have to i'll have to read that I've, I've gotten to do some cool classes uh and i was in a safety uh, I was a safety officer from the last unit and I was in a big conference with some higher up guys and mm -hmm. they had a lady come in and brief us on, you know, the different generations and how they, it was, it was based on safety. It wasn't based on efficiency. It was talking about like their perception of this and their perception of that, but it's still, it's fascinating. Some of that stuff talking about how people respond and, you know, and 
it's it's even knowing that though it's still not easy to relate to people sometimes because yeah. you're like why is this so hard to understand yeah oh, no i mean oh, so it's because take, you grew up in the steel the steel mill age yeah so take, take a perfect example right so you um uh, i'm not going to age you but i think you're i would say a gen you're an exer right you're an exer uh, you know millennial. i think that depends on who you ask because I've heard that I'm both an X and a millennial, and I, I don't claim the millennial word, so we'll go with yeah, X. So I'll pull that out, but here's a, here's a perfect <laughs> example, right? So there's a generation, and the, the Xers were the generation where, where mom and dad both worked for the first time, right? And so both mom and dad were gone, and there's other people that are kind of kind of taking care of you per se. And a lot of times, it's yourself taking care of yourself for the first time all by yourself, right? So your independence is like through the roof, uh, and so when you have a boss that's over your shoulder going, what's going on? How are you doing? Right. You're like, bro, I, I, I can do this. Like, it's okay. Leave me alone because the independence that you grew up with is different than the previous generation where, you know, potentially mom and dad were, or mom was home and you had that personal one-on-one -on -one attention or vice versa. Right. So it's, it's subtle things. You're like, Oh, there's like a bunch of nuggets you hear. You're like, that makes so much sense. So, um, in a similar way, so I, I wasn't necessarily, my mom did work for a while, but then I was homeschooled for like 10 years. And yeah. I think that's probably where a lot of it comes from because, so in the public school mindset, right, you go to public school and I did go to public school for a little while. So I at least understand it in public school. The game is I'm here for this many hours. How can I do the least amount of work in this many hours and just screw off with my friends in the homeschool world? Mm -hmm. The game is, if I get everything done on Monday, I can go screw off the rest of the week. And so mm -hmm. I would sit down and try to do everything through Monday. And then like Monday, Tuesday, you know, it'd be like, okay, cool. I'm going to go work a 40 hour week at this coffee shop or I'm going to yes. go hiking or I'm going to go whatever. Um, and it got to the point where at one point I finished, uh, I think it was math was one of my, that was the subject. I finished, a, I finished one of my classes like in February and was like, okay, well I don't have to do that till next year. And, uh, and my mom's like, what are you doing? Like, I'm done. Here's the book, you know? <laughs> what do you and, doing? and so I think that kind of helps me out. But that's, you know, it's kind of the same. That's the same as the salary, salary versus entrepreneur mindset set. Is yeah. Salary is I'm stuck here, but I don't necessarily have to work. My, like, I just have to do enough not to get fired. An entrepreneur is like, how can I get the most stuff done today? And it's just yeah. a totally different. Well, you got early training, man. Congrats. It's good. <laughs> uh, it didn't help me with the social skills, but I figured that out eventually. Yeah, you got Spock versus Captain Kirk. There's a, there's a balance there. You got to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. There's some truth to it. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. All right. Well, there's a couple questions I like to ask everyone before sure. we wrap this up. So the first one I always ask is, you know, if any one, any two young 18, 19 year old walked up to you asking for advice, you only had a few minutes to give them. What do you think would be the advice you would want them to hear? Man, is that it's funny. I just had this conversation with a brand new uh, JO junior officer that that's trying to join our group. And he's like, Hey man, how do, what, what advice would you give me? And I was like, all right, this is it. You gotta be you and do like, it's like back to high school, back to middle school. You gotta be you uh, because you're putting out a frequency again, a channel that is your channel. Uh, and there's people that are coming to your life that are put in place to receive your message. But if you keep changing the channel, nobody will ever know who you are, right? And so uh, super, super important to, no matter what, I think it's hard, uh, 
to kind of change. You kind of, you kind of uh, change a little bit for the groups that you're in. You have to kind of mold and kind of play with uh, the people that you're kind of working with, but never change your internal frequency of, of your channel because it's that one day, that one moment, that one situation where that person that's supposed to read your message uh, and you stay true to your channel, they'll receive it. If you keep changing it, you'll, you'll never catch that, that one amazing, you know, other conversation or connection or whatever. And so that's, that's my message is stay to your channel, stay to yourself, be transparent with that, kind of let that, that, uh, that channel radiate through because you can penetrate 99 people and that, that hundred person behind that 99th person is the one you're meant to connect with. And if you change it right before you get there, you just missed that opportunity. So that's my advice. I like it. That's yeah. solid. That's good life advice too, because if you spend yeah, your time trying to be, you know, if we hear it in high school, like you said, but you spend your time trying to be what other people want you to be and you're not going to, your quality of your life is going to go down because you got to, yeah. you're living a lie. Yeah. So I'm the it's same tough, goofy but Hawaiian shirt, mustached weirdo with everyone. It's good. I mean, that, that thing is solid. Like Tom Selleck would be jealous, bro. I know. I, 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 someone told me the other day I looked like Jesse Ventura and they said it like an insult. <laughs> and I was like, that's great. Why would you say that? I like, think. it's a bad thing. That's a, I think he's, he's a wrestler and a governor. What more do you want to look like? Yeah, kind of win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. So uh, what is one resource, a book, course, website, whatever that you would recommend to anyone looking to get started in real estate? Uh, for, you know what, I, I, the more I've learned about this thing, uh, the more I realize when, when the money comes through, right? If you stay consistent with what you're doing and the money comes through, you gotta be ready to do something with that money. Like what exactly do you do? You always got the, the people that are like, Oh man, I wish I would have known about this. I said this much in taxes. Oh, I wish I would have done my corporate structure better so I could do this. Learn that stuff early, you know, get it, get it in, in uh, a book that I completely love. And the, the guy that I, um, he's just a goofy dude, but like super smart, uh, kind of like the choose FI guys. I love those guys. Cause they're like very relatable, a little goofy, you know, very like relatable to like, you know, the nerdiness that we are sometimes. Uh, and this one in particular is a tax and legal kind of, you know, for small business entrepreneurs. Uh, the guy's name is Mark Kohler. Um, he's a CPA, he's a lawyer, uh, amongst many other things, but he's just a cool dude, you know, referencing cool movies and, uh, talking about how you're supposed to do this whole small business thing. Uh, the book that he has, I think it's called, uh, tax and legal playbook. It's a little $14, $15 gold. Uh, I've read it physically at least three times and on audio at least you know, at least 10 times. Jeez. Uh, and, and every single time he's got a podcast called Refresh Your Wealth Podcast. Uh, just, just amazing content. And so whenever anybody asks me, oh, what's going on with this? What's going on with that? I'm like, I, you need to create this LLC to do this, to do that, to do this, because your bucket is going to be landed here. So you can save money on taxes. You want to keep your money, right? So uh, I love the, the Choose FI community because they talk a lot about how to kind of get savvy and kind of slick with, with uh, the tax code and how to, kind of hide things and put things where they need to be so you can kind of do what you need to do and be financially independent. Uh, but as a small business owner, uh, something they don't talk about and that's huge. And so that's, that's my course. That's my, my thing. I think he, 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 he comes through Hawaii. He goes, you guys have a couple of different uh, events throughout the uh, United States, but he's just a cool, funny dude that talks about 
tax and legal structure for the small business owner. And like you mean, you both know this game. Um, the tax code is written for small business period point blank. If you, you don't have a side hustle, um, you're really putting a lot, leaving a lot on the table. So that's my biggest advice for uh, programs or just kind of knowledge to kind of dive into it, especially in the beginning of your small business. Uh, yes, I'll call it, I guess. Yeah. It's nuts. Some of the stuff you can do. So for example, in my office here, mm-hmm. I also have downstairs a room and a bedroom uh, and a bathroom and a living room. That's all going to get Airbnb while I'm staying here. That was like mm-hmm. the reason I chose this house was I got a, I got a landlord to sign off that I could Airbnb short-term rental, the whole bottom nice. floor. So like at the end of this year, I'm going to be able to claim it's like, it's like 60% of the house that will be business. So my $3,000 yeah. a month rent check is going to be like two thirds, almost tax deductible, which is awesome. Um, yeah. So there's, there's a lot of cool stuff in there, which is funny. Cause I just realized that I think my, I met with a couple CPAs when I was home and I thought I picked one out, but I think he ghosted on me. So I have Dude, another, you, you, I, I got, I you, just, just give me 30 minutes of two. I'll tell you what, you give me 30 minutes of his, of a podcast that he has. You can be like, these dudes are legit. You'll love it. Yeah. So yeah, I'll go check it out. Cause I, I need to, I need to get a CPA that's going to be long-term instead of bouncing between CPAs every time I move. So yeah, try to find sure. the right guy. For so. sure. Awesome. Well, before we wrap this up, is there anything you'd like to add? Any parting advice? No, man. Just, uh, again, I thank you for the opportunity. Um, I think uh, the, the military guys have a very specific uh, problem set, I'll call it, uh, with, with, with how we're supposed to be acting and being with our military counterparts at work and how we're supposed to be in real life, right, with, uh, with, with humans, right, <laughs> having to have conversations with people uh, effectively. Uh, so I think it's really cool what you're doing and kind of bringing that, that, those ideas from the military through the uh, hopefully future millionaires of, of this world, you know, to, to do that. So just big props to you for doing that. Uh, but that's it. Just my big last thing is just be yourself. You know, it's, it's, a, it's so much easier in the end to be yourself. I know it's hard to say sometimes just to kind of and not act about it or act on it, but um, it does come back in, in so many cool ways yeah. when you know you're connecting with the right people. And you, you don't end up in a place where you're like, who the heck are all these people that I'm connected to? I, I switched the wrong channel, right? Like I, I did the wrong channel here. And so uh, not a cool place to be. Uh, but I think the way to combat that is just to kind of keep your channel straight and uh, make sure you are you and then people will come to you if, uh, if, you're, if you're good in, the, in your heart. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, where, uh, where can people get a hold of you if they want to reach out? Yeah, I think Facebook's our, our, our favorite, is our funnest. The you know, R- kind of R&D properties. Yeah, R&D properties, uh, R-A-N-D-V properties, uh, dot com. Um, we're always like posting live videos, being silly, uh, teaching a little bit here and there. Uh, wherever we, whenever we go to any kind of event or uh, go to a meetup or something, we get some golden nuggets from people. We kind of come and bring it to the people. So that's kind of the easiest one for us. Yeah, I watch your videos. They're fun. I think they're yeah. fun. The, the funny part is that stuff out at houses and and I can I can and the cool thing is I can actually uh, again be myself, and because it's live, nobody can say Jack Dilly Squat, yeah. right? So it's like you know it's just me. You're gonna get it, and if I make a mistake, cool. If I don't, cool. But uh, <laughs> that's like the funnest part. It's like the freedom of this is live, man. There's nothing that anybody can do. 
in the military that's fun too because you know you're always doing this like with mm. people looking at you what you are doing what you're not doing so live there's some freedom to to go in live sometimes so i like it yeah that's awesome awesome well Raphael, thank you very much for joining us today this has been a lot of fun thank you brother and i appreciate I, uh, you man i look forward to watching you and your team continue to crush it with your uh billionaire buddy friends likewise man likewise we were all we're all in this ship together That's it. even 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 though you're in the marine corps and i'm in the navy it's still well you can yeah, come on our ship it's all good it's closer than you know i mean it could be worse <laughs> like you could be i'm not gonna keep my mouth shut because i got listeners in every branch so because you, you got the next guy you're gonna i love all over. of you you're all you're all the same None all of you are, special you're all yeah, special you're all wonderful i have no bias <laughs> towards the marine corps whatsoever i love it man I love it. <laughs> keep up the great work brother thanks brother have a great day all right, you too. Thank you for listening to another episode about my journey from military to millionaire. If you liked it, be sure to visit from militarytomillionaire.com slash podcast to subscribe to future podcasts. While you're there, we'd love for you to rate the show. Give us a review on iTunes. Now get out there and take action.